Hi, this is Eric Stark, the straight-talking, no-nonsense guy from Montana that is originally from Arizona, and that's why the podcast is named Radio Arizona RV. This podcast is designed to help the do-it-yourselfer with RV maintenance and education. In each episode, I explore different products that relate to various problems you as the RV owner might face. I am straightforward about the quality of the products that I suggest and what is needed to accomplish the maintenance task or repair at hand. There's no beating around the bush here. Even if you're not a do-it-yourselfer, the information will educate you. So if you do need to take your RV to a service center to have some work done, you will be informed. And remember, if your hands are clean, you're not having fun. In episode 50, I want to talk about awnings, particularly quality versus price. We've all heard the adage, you get what you pay for. And that can be very true sometimes. And when it comes to RV awnings or RV awning replacement fabrics, that may or may not hold true. It depends on the fabric, the price. And that's what I'm going to kind of break down here. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I was recently asked by a customer to install a Brand X RV awning. Now, that's not the name of it. That's the name I'm giving it. So Brand X, you can probably find it on the Internet. You'll figure this out probably by the end of this episode, but I'm not going to say the name uh, just just because. <laughs> so the lack of quality of, of from this fabric really got me thinking about how many RVers are just throwing their money away on poor quality fabrics or just products in general. I mean, we can take this and apply it to anything. And it also really irritated me that there's junk like this on the market and it's really not that expensive compared to what you get when you buy something better like a Solera fabric, a Dometic fabric, a Carefree fabric. Now, Carefree are the most expensive, then Dometic and then Solera, but Solera is the best fabric. I mean, I truly believe that and that's why I sell them. We try to sell what the, what is the best. But back to, you know, buying products, things we waste our money on. Like I said, we've all done it. And recently, I did it. I bought an attachment for one of our sewing machines. It cost about 50 bucks. I was skeptical about it. I really didn't think this this attachment was going to do what I needed to do or or last or even work at all. So I didn't have high hopes. You know, I bought it because the attachment that we were using broke and it needed to be sent back to the factory for a repair. But the factory's closed until July 14th. So that makes it very difficult to use the sewing machine for this particular purpose, which is binding. We can definitely do it. There's no problem there. It just takes longer to do. And then new attachment, you can't really just buy one. They're all custom made. Or, you know, I shouldn't say that. I did buy one. But it's not like the custom made one. And these were four to $600. So getting it repaired is the best option. And it just needs a couple things. And it'll be back up and running. But I thought in the meantime, I'll get this $50 attachment and try it out. Well, I got this thing installed on the sewing machine and it breaks. So we didn't even get to test it. It broke before we could even use it. Now, I almost expected that. My hopes weren't too high, so they weren't dashed to pieces when this thing broke. It wasn't the end of the world for me. I wasn't disappointed. I'm out 50 bucks and some time. Now I'll be able to repair this and possibly get it to work. I mean, I can get it repaired, but whether it'll work with our binding and our machine is a different story. That's what I was trying to test. So I didn't spend a lot of time, you know, maybe five minutes was invested in this, putting on the machine. So that's the $50 oops. A few bucks, 
or a few minutes of my time and it's done. I'm moving on. But buying and installing an awning fabrics, a different ball game. You know, if you've already installed an awning fabric, you know what it takes. It's a two man job and it's going to take you, I'm going to say an hour to hour and a half. If you've never done one, you know, obviously the more you do, the quicker you get out of, but an hour to hour and a half, it might take some two or three hours, depending on, you know, their speed, their ability. And I'm not knocking anybody. It takes longer than that. That's just the way it is. And some people are very cautious. They move slow, make sure every little thing's going back the exact same way. And I get that completely understand. But so whether it's an hour and a half or four hours, it's still a lot of time, you know? So you, when you get a fabric, you want to put it on and be proud of that fabric, not look at it like, Oh boy, what have I got? You know, what have I done? I saved 40 bucks. But look what I got. What a pile, you know? And so, and you know, to me, there's only three brands of fabrics that anybody should buy. Solera being the first and foremost. And then a, the Medic and then a Carefree. Now, Carefree, I think, well, Carefree and Dometic are probably very close in quality, but Carefrees are a little bit more, but they come in a box rolled up and folded up type of thing, but they look better when they're all done. So, you know, I just stick with Solera because I feel it is the best, has the best warranty, you know, five years. You can't beat that. It's the thickest material you can buy. And we haven't had any problems. I mean, it just rocks the Casbah. Solera is awesome. And many of you know, we used to be a big Dometic reseller the site or the patio awning fabrics but we have switched to solera we still sell them well we sell all three but we prefer solera so anyway let me get back to brand x here so i'm going to break this down so first off you know the customer brings it comes in a box the box has the name of the company on it but it doesn't say what size the fabric is what color it is nothing no instructions nothing just a basic box with their name on it and some general information and then opening the box, I find the awning fabric and no instructions. So that's fine. Roll out the awning fabric because I really wanted to look at this because, you know, it's in this box. The box is half, less than half the size of a Carefree or a Solera box. And it's rolled up pretty tight, put in this box, and I get it out and roll it out onto the warehouse floor. And I'll have pictures of this on RadioArizonaRV.com. And it's just filled with wrinkles. I've never seen a fabric like this. You know, have you ever taken like a shirt or a piece of paper and just wadded up and put, put it in your pocket and left it there for a few days or a few hours or a day? You pull it out, it's just this wrinkled mess. Well, that's what this fabric looked like. And now the wrinkles were uniform because it was folded up and put in this box, but they were just screaming like, please get me out of this fabric. Help iron me out. Why, why the iron, why the wrinkles can still be ironed out? Save me from this. I mean, the wrinkles were so bad that you you'd take a, you have to take a big giant press and press out the material, but the material is probably almost ruined at that point because the wrinkles are also stretches. You know, to get those wrinkles, the fabric has to stretch. So I really don't know what this material will do over time, how well it will look, how well it will perform. So in the box, I also found a roll of bead. And now the bead was the same length as the awning fabric. And okay, well, that's interesting. There's also a new pole strap. That's cool. And it wasn't a really lame pole strap. You know, it's a decent one. I'd say it's close to a factory one. And no instructions, you know, just, just the fabric, the pole strap and the bead. 
But who needs instructions, right? I mean, heck, you know, piece of cake. You just make it work. But we all need instructions sometimes, that's for sure. Now, I was thinking to myself, you know, I've installed thousands of fabrics. I know these instructions aren't a big deal. And they're not because an awning is an awning to me. But that bead, that's what was bothering me. Where does that bead go? So as I look at the awning fabric and start to realize, hmm, this bead's going to have to be put in by hand and it is required. Well, it is required because it's a goofy layout. And so you have to put it in. Now, having an extra bead is not the end of the world. Carefree of Colorado does that with their universal fabric. It's, um, you know, they, it comes with a bead, but they also provide a tool to install it. Pretty clear instructions. They have a video on their website, Carefree of Colorado. Awesome video showing how to do it. You know, they don't do the entire awning, but they give you the, the gist of it. Um, the only thing you have to be careful of is that the tool, which is a spline tool. It's like uh, putting a spline in a screen if you've ever done that. So it, it takes a little bit of finesse, you know, a little bit of strength. You know, you got to push that bead through the slot with the fabric in there so it's tight. And the spline tool could slide off and, you know, scratch the printing on the fabric, possibly even tear it if you weren't careful. But, you know, you take your time. It'll work. Um, I've experienced it, been through it, and it does work. It's not the my favorite thing to do, that's for sure. It takes longer. Um, the a greater chance of damaging the awning fabric, which isn't good because that becomes the installer's problem. But it's very doable. Now, the thing is with the, well, first, let me explain an awning fabric, which I'm sure all you know what I'm talking about here. So vision this, you know, think of an awning. Imagine the awning attached to the RV. It's extended out, you know, in the out position. So you have a bead that is in the awning rail, which is attached to the side of the RV. And then the fabric slides into there. Now the fabric extends out and goes into the first slot in the roller tube. So the bead next to the RV, we're going to call bead number one. The bead that's in the roller tube, the first bead in the roller tube, we're going to call bead number two. And then to create the valance, you need bead number three. So you have three beads, bead one at the RV. The next bead is the first one in the roller tube that basically creates the awning section of it. And then bead number three creates the valance. Between bead number two and three, you have a section of material that covers the roller tube. Pretty straightforward. There's some carefree two-piece awnings out there that don't have that vinyl that covers the roller tube, but it's still the same principle. The bead creates the valance. And so they, carefree, when they make theirs, they install bead number one and bead number two on the fabric. So you're just putting in bead number three to make the valance. Piece of cake. Or so it seems, but it's still easier than what the Brand X did. Brand X installs the fabric at the RV, so bead number one. And then they also install bead number three, which creates the valance. So that means you have to create bead number two. So they give you the bead. But the catch is, you can't put it in with a spline tool. You have to, according to the instructions on their website, Fold the material, make a pocket, and push it into the utility groove, down in far enough, and then you're going to push this, the bead through. Now, on a 10, 15, 20-foot awning, that's a lot of bead to push through, even if you use silicone. So you'll have to get us something to create the slot all the way down the awning and keep that slot open. It's going to be a chore, and it is a chore. 
I know firsthand it's a pain. And that alone would deter me from buying this fabric, especially for most of you guys. You're not going to have a workbench to work on. Like we have a table here where we can lay it out, put the fabric on it, and sit there and work on it while we're standing up, not on our knees. It's a nightmare. And you have to do it before you put the fabric on. And that's an absolute turnoff to me. That's a, you know, any money you saved, you just lost in the time it took you to put that bead in. And also in the instructions, here's another thing, and this just fries me because this is where you guys get in trouble because you listen, you follow their instructions. For a carefree awning fabric, you can pretty much put an awning fabric in any of the three beads. It doesn't matter. And that's what their website says. Pick any three, any of the three beads and use two of them. The third slot will be for the uh, pull strap. Okay. With the carefree, you can do that. The label on the roller tube will be in the wrong spot when it's done, but the end caps, you know, the torsion assemblies will go on. Everything will work fine. But with an A&E awning, doesn't matter what year, metal tube, whether it's a metal roller tube or an aluminum roller tube, whether it's 1980s, 2019, the roller tube needs to go back on the same way. It has a label that goes in a specific direction. Most any awnings, the label would face the RV when the awning is extended out. But on a manual awning, if you don't get the, ro- the, the fabric on the right spot, when you roll it up, your locking mechanism for the front torsion assembly could be behind the RV or on the bottom of it, inaccessible, so you can't unlock it or unlock it very easily like how it comes from the fabric. So you would absolutely have to make sure you mark those slots and get the fabric in the right way. So you'd have to ignore those instructions. Do not use any of the three slots. That's not true. And that's where you would find out after you got this entire awning. Well, actually, you'd go to put the torsion assemblies on and start running into problems on the newer ones because they only go on one way. The older ones, you could manipulate it. You could even, you know, install the awning, get it up. Okay, it's in the wrong spot. Bring it out. Take off that torsion assembly. Put it back on and get it in the right spot. But why would you want to do that? So if you do buy Brand X, make sure you mark the slots on your roller tube. In fact, if you do an awning period, mark the slots on the roller tube. You can't go wrong with it, even with a carefree. Everything's going to go back exactly the same. The pull strap will be in the same groove. The label will be where it's supposed to be. The torsion assemblies will go on the way they're supposed to be. And life is good. So I'm bringing all this up because... These things are what make you guys have a rotten day. (laughs) You buy a fabric, you go to install it, and you run into all these stupid little problems. So a simple installation now has cost more time. It's taking you hours longer than you anticipated. You know, you ask someone to come over and help you. One of your buddies comes over and you know, it'll be two hours, you know, and he's there for the, the day. You guys are fighting with this, probably got two or three holes in the fabric because you're trying to get that bead in that should just come sewn into the fabric. And they do this bead this way so it makes it truly universal and the fabric will fit tighter when you create the valance. And, you know, at the end of the day, no one even cares. No one really does. It it doesn't make a difference how the awning looks. At least I don't think so. Um, The fabrics look fine. This isn't, you know, we're not building rocket ships here. It's an RV. We have to be realistic about things. And most 
most of your friends will never even notice anything. I mean, I've seen roller or awning fabrics that are a foot short on each side of the roller tube, and the owner of the RV is like, oh, really? That's not the right size? They don't care. The awning's 18 feet long, and it works. You know, that's what they're looking at. So you have to be realistic about this. And, you know, I'm not just doing this as a plug for Solera, Carefree, or Dometic awning fabrics. I'm doing this so that you as the RVer don't waste your time and money buying stuff or buying an inferior product. You know, the pictures that I'll put on the website show how to do this. And they're very confusing. And they and you'll look at this. Well, I got to push a, a bead 3 sixteenths in diameter through an awning fabric to somehow have to fold and get into this groove. And then you want the fabric to be tight. You don't want it to be, you know, trying to get that pocket in there. When you see the pictures, you understand what I'm saying. But you're trying to create a bead and then get this uh, spline through there. And there's probably different ways where you could do it. Um, you know, I'm thinking of some, but I'm not going to give it up. I'm not going to make this installation any easier for this company. But the other thing is with this awning fabric, it comes with a, well, the material, the main awning portion is, I believe, 14 ounce or 14 mil. And then they weld on a weather cover or a weather shield. And well, the welding it on is not an issue. I mean, we weld our side out awning fabrics. We weld the bead into them. So I understand how that works. I have no qualms with that whatsoever. But they weld it on and the, the white from the fabric to the white to the weather shield are two different colors whites. They're two different types of material. So it's going to stand out. And the material literally like is opaque when you're standing underneath it. You know, the sun comes through it. It doesn't block it out like an awning fabric does. And the material is a very funky feeling fabric. Um, I'm not sure what it's really made for. You know, these things I'm pretty sure um, are made overseas. I didn't inspect the box and the customer took the box with him. And their website says they're in the United States. But I don't think these things are... uh made here i've talked to the company you know a while back about a year ago about selling them when i first saw them but <laughs> glad i never touched them and so you know part of the problem is when they're made they're they're put on the water they're coming from a foreign country so you know it's weeks or months before these things ever even get to a factory or a warehouse here in the united states and then shipped out to the consumer and that's one of the problems with the wrinkles. And this particular one I installed, it was on the awning for hours out in the sun. And when the customer came to pick it up, every wrinkle was still there. They did not disappear whatsoever. They were all there. And the fabric, when it, or the awning, when it rolled up, the fabric was very loose. You know, it was just kind of puffy because of the wrinkles. And at the end of the day, the customer didn't save anything on this fabric. Now, yeah, he paid me to install it, which that's fine. But the PAV fabric is not a quality fabric. I want to use other terminology here, but I'm biting my tongue. It's not a quality fabric. It's a very unique fabric. It's not unique in a good way. And the colors are fine. You know, this one was blue. It looked all right, you know. Um, different but you know between the wrinkles having to put this bead in which you know is going to take up a lot of time and looking at their website 
their fabrics are are about fifty to sixty dollars cheaper than what we sell a Solera fabric for, but they also charge twenty dollars for shipping. So now that makes it thirty to but forty dollars cheaper. So is that really worth the headache and the hassle? And they have a warranty. I have no idea how it works. I read it online. It's vague. Um, I'm not sure what they're going to do for you. I'm really not. You know, I mean, I, you know, most awning companies aren't going to pay your labor if the, if the fabric you install has pinholes or something. You know, that's something you're just going to have to eat. Even repair shops, you know, they get paid some warranty, but it's not much. It's certainly not worth the job. So, you know, they're not paying the, paying any labor. That's fine if they send you a replacement fabric. But one thing I did see, you know, they offer a 30 day money back guarantee, but the fabric can't be installed. But, you know, I agree with that. So you have to keep that in mind. A money back guarantee is not always as clean, clear cut as it may seem. You know, we can offer a money back guarantee, but the fabric can't be installed, but we don't because our fabrics, the Solera fabrics are made to order. You call us up. You buy the fabric and you, and it's made to that order or to your order. And it's not that it's a custom size. It's just they don't keep them on the shelf. And the reason why is awning fabrics go bad when they sit on shelves. Carefree of Colorado doesn't do that. The medic does it to a certain degree because a lot of their, or their universal fabrics are put in a big long tube and they're rolled up. Doesn't mean that fabric comes wrinkle free though. It's not as bad as brand X, but. Their fabrics certainly have wrinkle problems, and that's one of my biggest problems with the Dometic fabric is how many wrinkles come in it. And so that's why we push the Solera. So I hope I don't sound like I'm bashing Brand X, you know, into pieces here, but what I'm really trying to do is bring awareness to those of you who are buying RV awning fabrics and making sure that, you know, you save, if you're going to save 30 or 40 bucks, you know what you're getting into. And, you know, our fabric at $208.95 isn't over-the-top expensive. You know, we used to be able to sell the Dometics for $199, and the Solera was actually the more expensive one. But Dometic is going through some turmoil now. They're, they're raising all their prices. You know, their acrylic fabrics have gone up 200 bucks overnight. You know, those are for the uh, awnings with the metal weather shields. They're trying to basically get rid of their dealer network and go through distribution. So they're raising the prices. And so the distributor, as we start buying to distributor, the distributor makes more money on it, which that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. We're just used to being Dometic uh, dealer direct for many, many years now, decades. So they're going back to what they used to, and that's through two-step distribution. And that's fine. But so, you know, everybody has their problems. You know, everybody has their little things, like even Solera shuts down for two weeks in July, you know, which really causes problems. It's just a backlog of orders. You know, we have orders sitting. They're going to sit in for, by the time the awnings ship, it'll be three weeks, which I don't like that either. But what am I going to do? I'm not going to sell the cheaper brand, though, that's for sure. So like I was saying, you know, this this principle will apply in everything you do with your RV, your home, or whatever. You know, don't buy on price all the time you know in this case you will get what you pay for you will get a fabric that's inferior but if you buy a solera fabric a dematic fabric a carefree fabric you'll get what you pay for a better fabric and that's what we want to do we want to get the better fabric so hey i want to thank everybody for listening to this episode 
episode number 50, and I'm changing up the format a little bit here, trying to just find my groove. I'm not doing these as frequently as I like to, so I'm trying, and I think I've said that 900 times by now, not in this episode, but previous episodes. So be patient. Um, they're going to get better, each one. I'm trying to find you know things that I know you guys are interested in, and I hope this is because we sell a lot of awning fabrics to do-it-yourselfers just like you. So make the right purchase, you know, do your investigation or your, you know, your research and find out which one is going to be best and buy that fabric or piece of furniture, whatever it's going to be. But don't do it twice, just do it once. So I want to thank you again for listening. This is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV.